Hello, my name is Joe Rodriguez, and you're listening to Get the Money Right with Todd Butzer. Todd has decades of experience in giving real estate agents the training and resources they need to get their finances on track. In this episode, Todd will be discussing the importance of providing value and becoming the local expert to increase your revenue. And now, here's Todd. Thanks, Joe. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 24 of Get the Money Right. We're really excited to be with you today. So, we're going to continue our discussion from last week's episode, which if you didn't get to it yet, we were talking about what would happen if I'm really working hard at the money part of my business, and now what I'm really looking to do is add more revenue. I'm not just satisfied with where I'm at. I'm actually looking to take more market share and add more revenue. And we talked about last week that, you know, the market does not care who wins. So there are opportunities here to increase the revenue if we're really disciplined about it and our actions and habits uh, match up with where we're trying to go. I do have a couple of thoughts, though, that I wanted to add to last week's conversation. So, and again, what we're assuming here, and it's a big assumption, is that really getting a handle on what we do with the revenue, how we separate our money, how we set aside money for taxes, how we're putting everything on a business credit card, we're running business financials and so on. And I'm not going to go through the entire list right now. But that's a big assumption that we're making as we look toward the other part of running a business, which is revenue, which is increasing our revenue. All right. So there are, I think, kind of three major areas that I want to hit for today. And the first one is very simply, why should I pick you as my agent? What's unique about you? And here's why I asked that question. Over the years, I've had an opportunity to work with some terrific agents, some very gifted people in the business. And I've had an opportunity to do masterminds with a lot of top agents. It's interesting when you get real estate agents in a room and you're working with them and all of a sudden you ask this question, hey, real quick, take out a piece of paper and write down why I should you as my agent. And you can't say, because I've lived in the area all my life, I work at a great company, I have a really cool website, our company has a really cool website, I don't care. I want to know what happens to me and my family if I pick you as my agent? So an exercise for you would be, how would you answer that question? And maybe many of you listening today have already got that nailed, which is great. But I'm going to make the assumption that some of us don't have that nailed down yet. And we're not exactly sure how we would answer that question. So I would go back and sit in a quiet spot or go to a place you like to be and work on a very specific, direct, value-to-the-consumer answer as to why I should pick you, and not something that is more nebulous or more out there where I love the area or I've been here a long time, things like that. The consumer's not going to care. What I want to know is what are you going to bring to the table for me to help me move this property, sell this property, find this property, orchestrate this sale, help me with the 1031 exchange, or whatever it might be, what is it about you that makes me want to do business with you? Like I said, a really good exercise, take out a piece of paper or grab your computer, 
and just start writing down thoughts, run it by loved ones, run it by friends, run it by colleagues, and say, here's really my answer. Here's why you should pick me, because I've already started marketing your property. I don't know your buyer's names, but I do know who typically they will be. They live between one and seven miles of you right now, and they bought a home between two and five years ago, and they paid this much for those homes, and I've got a database of those people, and they're going to receive information about your home right after we list. Whatever. I made that up, but you understand where I'm going. Is some passionate response to that question. Why should I pick you? Secondly, are you the market expert? Over the years, it's always made me smile and surprised me a little when I get an email or a text or a postcard or something, direct mail piece, that says, hey, don't forget to set your clocks back this weekend. Really? I'm 64 years old. I've never not set my clock back. And do I need my real estate professional to tell me that? No, tell me what's happening in my local market right now. Tell me what's happening in the dynamics of the marketplace that really kind of govern, if you will, in many cases, significant asset. Tell me what's happening with that. Communicate that with me. I shared a story in our last episode where I asked a group of agents what the market was doing year to date versus last year, and they had no idea. And this is what we do every day for a living, folks. I was speaking in a part of the country one time where I said, so what's happening with your market? And the responses were, it's slow, it's this, it's this. And it was all about it being down. And I said, well, it's interesting because you're up in units, you're up in volume, you're shortened in time on market. Your market is surging. And they weren't aware. They didn't have the data. So step number one here would be, where can you get the data? In the, the real estate world, there are several areas that you can find this data, which is public record, and you can really dive into and know specifically what is really happening in your marketplace today. I truly believe that within five miles of me right now, an agent is going to go meet with a seller, and the seller is going to say, so what's happening with the market? And they're going to say, well, it's slowed a bit. Really? I'm going to pay some fee for you to tell me that the market has slowed a little bit. What's the data? And if you become that market expert and you communicate that to your market area, your farm and your sphere, but mostly your farm in this case because it's about that specific local market, you become the one that has the answers in their mind. You become, like I just said, you become the market expert. So first, why should I pick you? And by the way, maybe why I should pick you is you are the market expert. Okay, number two, you become or are or display that you are the market expert. All right. Thirdly, your brand. Here's a question. What if your brand was so big and so well-known that consumers in your area, buyers and sellers in your area, were afraid not to do business with you? So, Here's an example. There are a couple of people having coffee in your neighborhood. And one is saying to the other, you know, I've been talking with mom and dad and we think it's finally time for them to sell their home. 
And the other one's talking, yeah, that's always a hard time to do that, and it's a big decision to make, and so on. And they're kind of having a discussion. And here's my question for you. Is your name popping into their head? Is your name flowing into that conversation? Again, what if your brand was so big that people were afraid not to use you? So here's an example. Years ago, I was coaching a mega, mega agent who dominated a particular area of uh, community. And he had a large brand, okay? People knew of him and knew him. And I recall very specifically one time we were in his office and his phone rang. He said, I got to grab this real quick. He took the call and he started talking to this individual and he hung up. He said, guess who that was? I said, I have no idea. He said, that was the VP of marketing for, and he named a large, large, large food company. And I said, okay, cool. How do you know him or her? And he said, never heard of him before in my life. He just called me. It was an inbound. Are you getting your share of inbound where people just know of you or they've heard of you or your market knows of you and has heard of you? And so they're afraid not to use you. And what I mean by that is what if they have a relative or a brother or a cousin or a sister or somebody, a friend of theirs that's in the business, but they say, you know what, we can't go to that person because we've got to go to the brand. We've got to go to the one that, you know, is so big in this area that we've got to use them. So what goes into that part of your world? Many people, when you talk about brand, they think uh, logo, which is part of it. They think of color schemes and how you look and all that, your visuals. That's part of it, too. Your name certainly is also a part of it. But it goes well beyond that. How do you answer the phone? What happens, and we talked about this a little bit last week, what happens if you're going to go on a listing? What takes place? How do you follow up with a client, for example, after holding an open house on their property? How do you follow up with a particular buyer after showing them a few homes? How do you respond to any inquiries? How do you approach a for sale by owner? Or how do you approach an expired, taking care not to violate any kind of do not call or do not contact lists? How do you do that? How do you follow up with another agent when you've shown their property? Do you make a personal phone call? Do you make some sort of a comment somewhere? Do you contact them electronically or via phone or messaging or text or something? All of these components are a part of your brand. And what are you doing to protect that and enhance it so that you become this image, you become this name that people are afraid not to do business with. I would encourage you to go back and look at the way you do business. For example, do all of your communications that flow out from your office, and if you're an individual agent or a team, doesn't matter, do all of them look the same? Do they have the same imagery, the same font usage, and so on? Or are they all over the board, okay, where I can't tell who this is coming from? If I get a product from Apple, I can tell it's from Apple. It has that distinctive look and vibe to it. If I have a communication from you, does it sound a certain way? Is it formatted in a certain way? So I would go back and look at every aspect of your operation 
and say, is it branded? And it doesn't, again, it doesn't mean it's got a great slogan or anything like that. It just means it's consistent so that people in my specific market area can't turn their head without hearing, seeing, and experiencing something from my, quote, brand. So to wrap this up, the market doesn't care if you grab more of it, like we talked about last week. So what happens to our world if we're really getting the money figured out and now we're adding more revenue? We're not just spending that. We're not just flittering it away because we're not taking care. We're actually got a handle on it and now more is becoming available. What kind of investing can we do in our business? What kind of charitable giving can we do? What kind of financial foundations can we be setting for our family and our loved ones if the revenue is increasing, which is something that I really want to encourage us to take a look at. So first off, why should I pick you? And again, let's not have some trite answer. Let's have some real specifics, okay? Number two, we become really the market expert. We know more about it than anybody. And I'm familiar with a gentleman who sells lake homes in our area. And he knows a lot about them. He knows the market. And he is kind of the guy you go to to learn more about lake properties in that particular area. And he dominates that area because he is the local market expert. You know, he understands what's really happening out there. So you reach out to him. So why should I pick you? Are you the local market expert? And if so, how do you communicate that? And number three... What does it all look and feel and sound like coming from your office? Is it all consistent or is it all over the board? So folks, take a look at your whole operation and say, is more available to me? And what could I do to fine tune the way my business operates and the way I communicate? No more sending me chicken recipes and set my clock back. Let's send me real information about the marketplace And let's go take more share. That concludes this episode of Get the Money Right. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any of our new episodes that come out every Monday. We have a Get the Money Right Facebook group linked to the description where we post discussions to answer your questions. If you want to support the show, please leave a five-star review and share with your colleague. If you're a real estate agent who is getting their money right and want to be a guest on the show, please submit all inquiries to gettthemoneyright.podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.